Ah, yes, it's that time of the year. No, not springtime. Actually, it's pretty cold and rainy, and in some places it's actually even still snowing in western New York and in upstate New York. But here where I am in the big city, the big topic is politics. Today, many of the candidates who are running for state positions have declared their intent and are running. Uh, last night, I got to meet basically uh, the kid in the race in the 30th district, young man uh, who is 22 years old uh, or 22 years young, just an adult, and running for the position of uh, the nomination as the Republican candidate and the most likely Republican candidate in the uh, 30th district of the State Assembly for New York. His name is Sean Laley. And um, he's uh, not really much to say yet. I mean, he's still learning the campaign trail and doing what he has to do. Short and sweet talks about what he's done so far and dreams of what he intends to do. We'll have more on him. City, Woodside, Maspeth. Um, I mean, I, I pretty pretty much think I started out. The last kind of jobs that I had was as a snow snow laborer. I worked as a man. It's hard to remember all these jobs that I've had. Um, I pretty much think that these mandates can stop if we come together and we vote out people who are implementing the mandates. But that can't happen if we're not together, if we're not voting as a cohesive unit. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that we're coming here today uh, to, to organize. Uh, I hope we can do more of that. And as always, I'm short and sweet. <laughs> More ominous to all this is a new move that is seemingly coming out of the, uh, the primary races. You know, normally when the Republicans primary, they they have their primary race uh, within the party level. They just make arrangements within the groups to uh, finally decide who's going to be the candidate and don't decide to have a field of like 25 or 30 the way the Democrats usually do uh, in Queens County and in much of New York City. But lately, the Democrats have been going into the Republican primary and criticizing the petitions, which is a process for which you get on the ballot, of Republican candidates. So the other parties are actually going in and raiding these petitions and filing complaints. Something to think about and listen. Don't care because we can't do a goddamn thing. So, if I get my question, which goes from this, 
what, in your opinion, is the way out? You know, we talk about the problems, but I really like to hear about going forward solutions and what we could do effectively and without being involved in the, uh, down in the mud, like, you know, where we can actually work. We have a good group of people working together. We consider ourselves maybe the Republican underground. Where, in your opinion, how do we go forward as a Republican Party? In Queens, in Queens, maybe specifically, but in general, so just, yeah. I know it's a big question. So it, it, it is a big question, and I'll try to give you an answer where we can kind of play it off and, you know, and work with it, chew on it a little bit. But I'll just say this. I think it'd be a mistake for you to go to the Democratic side, unless you're looking for some kind of political picture. The Upper East Side of Manhattan, we had um, uh, Roy Goodman as the state senator, Andrew Aristotle and Millard as the council members. Yes. Uh, John Rabbits is the assemblyman. Right, so we had multiple seats in that oh, area. Yes. We controlled the Upper East Side. Yes. And what happened was because of the way Roy Goodman ran the party in Manhattan, who, as you know, I butted heads against for many, many years when I was doing the Young Republicans, uh, because he was doing the same thing a lot of Republican organizations are doing now, excluding people that they didn't want to be involved, keeping the cabal very small and very tight, not letting outsiders in, not letting voices be heard. And that party okay. shrank down to the point where it became ineffectual, and they couldn't even keep, they lost them one by one by one, as each of those guys retired or ran for something else, yeah, and they we, lost the seat and yeah, never got it back. Yeah, and Liz Kruger yes. won it from Roy Goodman. Also, no, That's going back green, even a few more years. Green, yeah. Now they are considered, you know, liberal Republicans because yeah, it was yeah, that was the Silk Stalking yeah. District. Yes. But you, know, you also got to remember that they were, you know, they were. Uh, well, Roy Goodman came into office before Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of the other local, you know, more locally elected guys came in during the Reagan era, um, but they were not Reaganites. They were more from that patrician wing of the party that you know Reagan was fighting against. We need to transition on. Mm -hmm. um, Anybody has any questions for me offline? No. And hearing what you had to say, you're right. We were going to talk about the courts. What Thank would I do without you? So we had uh, Rob Hornack of the uh, GOP in there, and uh, that was the uh, part of the meeting from the Republican of Sunnyside getting together, Sunnyside Woodside. Elmhurst, uh, many of these areas, you know, they all have the little clubs. Uh, sometimes I attend one or the other or, or some of the others. I get invited to the Democrats as well for, for them. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am a registered independent. Um, but I definitely am more, you know, at home, as, as they say, with, with uh, some of the more conservative groups. Uh, just because of my upbringing, my background, I am a Christian. Um, those are my views and my values, and uh, um, that's it. You know, you don't like it, hey, don't listen. <laughs> Go somewhere else. There's a million other podcasts out there. Um, but anyway, no, I'm just kidding. You know, if, if you don't share my views, well, just respect mine as, as I respect yours. Most of I do. Because one of the biggest mistakes to do is to not respect somebody else's opinion. Uh, Rob Hornack was, was talking there, of course, about different things when uh you know the, the republican party had such a hold on a section of the upper east side of new york city this was back in the day when uh i think it's after the reagan area um uh, and uh going towards bush 
and uh, this was when uh, the uh, uh, slowly the, the Republicans began to see their world limiting, and thus they limited also who could be members. At the end of the day, the, and, and just limiting and eliminating other groups and people from joining in, they ended up well limiting and eliminating their, their themselves. Uh, the city of New York has had success with the Republican Party as far as mayors go, two of the best mayors of recent memory. Not everybody may agree, but, you know, one, of course, is Michael Bloomberg, who did really well in getting things done for the city as far as getting investments in, cleaning it up, stopping crime. A lot of people don't like the methods he used, but hey, it worked. You may not find it one of the most, some of the most perfect things with the you know, his, his uh, intrusion into people's lives in many other ways and that the fact that he was basically the original rhino. Um, but, hey, you know, he, he definitely cleaned up the city and got Manhattan working and running and getting money moving, uh, especially his way. Uh, maybe, 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 who knows? You know, he did become the world's fifth richest man, man uh, shortly after leaving uh, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Gracie Mansion, but that's another story entirely. We're not going to go there, are we? No. Uh, then you got Rudy Giuliani. And Rudy Giuliani, the other night, uh, his, to, 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 to make his grandkids happy, he joined the Masked Singer on Fox. And suddenly one of the hosts just lost it completely. Let's listen to what Rudy said about that event. People, this Trump derangement people, they can't even let you sing. I don't know what he was angry about. Probably that I, you know, that I go around and saying that the election was stolen. Well, you know, did, did he ever hear this is America? I, America, I'm allowed to have my opinion. I know the Democrats are trying to make that criminal, that you have a different opinion than them. If you have a different opinion than them, you're an insurrectionist, you're a criminal. But Hillary wasn't a criminal for four years when she said she had won. And nobody's put Stacey Abrams in jail. She still says she won. Nobody put her in jail. No, we Republicans believe it's a um, country of free speech. People have a right to have an opinion. And if, if you care to be bored, you can come to my house and I'll show you the proof that I have. None of the judges wanted to see the proof. No, no witnesses, please. Please, please. No, no, no. Case is moot. Cases, uh, no standing. But judge, I have 10 witnesses here that say that they saw people changing ballots. They saw people uh, counting ballots four or five times. They saw a th- uh, they saw 100,000 ballots brought in in the middle of the night in Detroit. And it was like 98% were for Biden. Uh, gee, I, I, got, I got a woman here who says she was trained by the Detroit party on how to cheat. Uh, they told her they told her that she could attach registrations to people who had no names and no registrations and no identification she actually i think went to her priest went to confession and her priest said i'm, I'm sorry you're gonna have to confess this is a sense this is called cheating uh you know these are the people i relied on these are the people that i presented to the court the courts rejected it most of them were in democrat states not the whole thing but um, and for that, they're very angry. And I think this guy who has an entirely anti-American spirit, you know, walked off for that reason. Anti-American means you can't allow someone else to have a different opinion because you're absolutely sure you're right. And then you demonize them and criminalize them. 
as opposed to say they're wrong or maybe they're even stupid. Hmm? Okay, that's enough of that. I did enjoy singing, and if you want to hear the rest of it, I'd be happy to play for you later. Now, I am happy to see that CNN completely exploded. Their big streaming service, ta-da, with big Chris Wallace, ta-da, the guy who decided he was going to be uh, the arbiter of the 2020 elections and who saved Biden from destruction about four times as Biden was going off. Actually, Biden wanted to leave a few times and go to the nursing home because he thought he knew there was one right nearby and they wouldn't let him go. And Wallace kept him there. No, he was about to go off into like Never Never Land when Biden, when Wallace interrupted him two or three times. That was probably, most people think, the most unfair debate ever held. I always liked Chris. I always enjoyed being interviewed by him. And I always said I thought he was the best interviewer because he followed up. I lost a little respect for him that night because it clearly was played one way. But um, the CNN thing bombed out. And Wallace had been bombing out on that show for quite some time. He had the lowest ratings on Sunday morning. Um, gosh, for about three years. So maybe he's got to come up with a new act. I don't know. But it's glad to see that the Communist News Network has at least lost um, their streaming service because I'm going to make a suggestion to them. Fire everybody on it. Hire all new people and just uh, have them commit to be honest. And not uh, also refuse to allow the Democratic National Committee to send you the talking points because it seems to me like you're addicted to reading them. And then you get caught when 50 people say the same thing the same day. You know, quid pro quo, quid pro quo, quid pro quo, quid, no quid pro quo, no quid pro quo, that, you know, whatever. Impeach, impeach. Uh, insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. Four people dead from the insurrection. Then it turns out nobody was dead from the insurrection. Everybody de- died from natural causes afterwards. Oh, yes, there was somebody dead during that. They completely ignored Ashley Babbitt, who was killed by a cop under circumstances under which any reporter would have made uh, holy hell out of it if it was a, a normal situation. Unarmed woman, at best, guilty of a minor crime. If, in fact, she, uh, if in fact she came in uh, without being invited. There are, there are now pictures I've seen, uh, vi- videos I've seen, of the police inviting people in. I don't know, should they be prosecuted? And the FBI has said that there was no insurrection. And then the judge has said that neither I nor Donald Trump Jr. played any role in an insurrection. So maybe they could stop using the word insurrection. They've also convicted no one of insurrection, nor have they charged anyone with insurrection. So this is media lying. All because they hate Trump. You know what's happening? Because they hate Trump and they lie so much, they're ruining this country. They're ruining the United States of America. How how about the... How about this guy who raped four girls in Pennsylvania and he's got a big grin on his face? He's got a big grin on his face. I don't know. I know it probably violates the civil... whatever they are, the civilians that oversee the police department and tie their hands... But shouldn't somebody have whacked him in the face? I mean, one, one, I see the smile right there. 
I mean, the, the guy the guy to his right looks bigger than him, quite a bit bigger than him. The guy to his left looks like he wants to do it. But, I mean, just one good shot in the face, just one. If he had two, then I would consider it undue violence. Raping a girl and laughing, spitting at people. Here's a guy out on parole also. He's out on parole for assaulting a police officer. You think people should be on parole for assaulting a police officer? Do, do you think that Democrats cause a lot more crime in this country because they want people out on parole? Because they support that? They got that done? All that uh, no bail stuff and putting people out on parole early and letting people out. You ever, you ever hear of a Republican supporting that? It's all, all Democrat, all progressive Democrat, all over the country. Last year, 16 cities that set a record for murder, all Democrat. You're not going to vote Democrat, right? You want to live. And we have Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams cheer legal marijuana. Yay! They have an accomplishment. In time, let's give Rudy a little bit more ado. When he was talking about Governor Hochul, he was talking about, uh, you know, the stadium that's building up in Buffalo. Basically, the uh, stadium needed about $800 million to be completed, and I think about $4 billion, according to Rudy, has been allocated in the state budget for it. What the rest of the money is for, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds pretty strange. But, you know, there was a big thing made about you know, the Buffalo Billion back in the day when a um, uh, billion dollars was allocated to assist the city of Buffalo survive what was then called the Great Recession and come back. You see, Buffalo is one of those cities that had all these call centers at one time, and uh, it was where a lot of the outsourced industry of the United States was had moved to. Um, so you had a lot of people working in call centers, contact centers, um, doing uh, customer service jobs, that type of thing. And it actually worked pretty well until they found out that you could do it a lot cheaper across the river in Canada, just like Canada had taken most of the manufacturing. Um, but eventually, even that wasn't cheap enough, and they moved it to India, the Philippines, Thailand, uh, Costa Rica, anywhere in the world where English was spoken, including Ireland, uh, to, to try and find ways of making it less expensive for the companies that ran all these centers. At the end of the day, it hurt a lot of these places. So Buffalo was bailed out with the Buffalo Billion about, oh, I'd say 10, 12 years ago. And uh, it, it did help that city a lot, but uh, now it seems to be the Buffalo Four Billion. But according to Rudy Giuliani, money's not all going to Buffalo. <laughs> Let's listen to Rudy as he rants this time about, uh, you know, uh, Kathy Hochul and how maybe it's time to be red rather than be in the black. Uh, meaning that being red, being the budget, being over and causing a lot of problems down the road. Or so Rudy Giuliani says, America's mayor, uh, talking more, a little bit more about this. And when he ends, we'll leave you for a little while. We'll be back with more throughout the day. I'm Mike of New York. Hope you enjoy your day, okay? Remember, I leave you now with Rudy. She, 
uh, hired a, a lieutenant governor uh, who got in, who got in, arrested within uh, five days of being lieutenant governor. She's uh, taken a stadium that should have cost at best uh, f- oh, 800 million to the taxpayers. And because she wants to make sure that her husband aligns his pockets because he's got the concessions there, uh, she, she can end up costing us four billion for that stadium so she can do the corrupt little deal with her husband because all the other dishonest members who are Democrats are holding her up for their little oh you're gonna put you're gonna put 800 million into Buffalo. What about our 400 million? What about our 300 million? What are our 200? And she's up against it and she's a very weak, weak, weak person. So she's it's costing us four billion dollars to build a stadium that probably should cost about six. She's also inserted the uh, law that it requires them to pay prevailing wage, which increases the cost another 20 percent to pay off the unions who support she wants. Does she sound like a typical crooked Democrat politician? Does she? Well, she doesn't sound like one. She is one. And does she know what the hell she's doing? Mask on, mask off, no mask. Just a little while longer for the mask. Oh, yes, no science following the mask, but no, no, I don't want a mask on anyone. No, put the mask back on. This is what they have time to do. They have time to celebrate and cheer. This is like when they cheer at killing babies in the state legislature, right? When they expanded the, the abortion to the last moment in the womb. So that there's no difference between... What's in the womb and a, uh, a person, a baby, you can kill. And there are states in which you can go beyond the womb. New York isn't quite there yet. But they were wildly cheering, killing, not, just, not ever, killing babies. Look, in the ninth month, they're babies. Crush their skulls. And these Democrats are cheering. Will you please get rid of them so we can save this state? She also, with the $4 billion more, she's got a budget of $220 billion. Slap yourself across the face and wake up. Florida's got a $98 million budget. And are we better than Florida? And if we are, why are more people living in this state than any other? Because this isn't much of a bargain at $220 billion. And you know what that $220 billion is going for. It's going for the same thing that takes a stadium that should cost $600 million and runs it up to $4 billion so you can pay off the greedy, crooked, Albany politicians. Do you want to end it or do you want to just keep complaining about it? Well, let's end it. Let's surprise the hell out of them and go red in New York this November. This has been the Mike of New York podcast. I'm Mike of New York. This show is created in New York City. The mind of the user who makes it. God only knows where I created it from. Actually, God bless you, wherever you may be. I'm Mike of New York. Mike K. Cohen. I can be reached it here. <laughs> no, you can reach me on Twitter. Mike of New York, at Mike of New York on Twitter. Zap me there, DM me, follow me. Hey, listen to me, baby. I'm also on True Social and also on. <laughs> Mike of New York is also on Getter. See ya. <laughs>